Shalom and welcome to Origin Gate's daily podcast, Wisdom's Echo. My name is Carl Whitehead. And today in this podcast, I'm going to be continuing on with our discussion about the word Corbin. And as you remember in, or as you will recall in the previous podcast, we were talking about the letter Kuf. From our discussion and our investigation into this letter, we now see that Kuf, the letter Kuf, presents the framework of holiness and redemption, and particularly the redemption of the divine spark, the divine nature that sits within the heart, within the center of every created human being in creation. So now we want to move our attention to the letter Resh. And here's the amazing thing about the letter Resh, because the letter Resh presents to us for the first time a very contrasting juxtaposition of meanings and in the essence presents to us the what I would like to call the crisis of choice that sits within each one of us. So what I want to do firstly again is just remind us about our source text in the book of Leviticus. Leviticus chapter 1 verse 2 and with particular emphasis on the part Adam ki yakriv mikem korban la Hashem. We translate that as when or if a person from amongst you wants to bring an offering or present an offering to Hashem. And I want to I want to firstly say that what's so important about this text about this verse is that what's implicit here is the action of choice. So it's the choice to come near. Now, what I just find beautiful about the way that Torah works, the way God's word works, is that it always presents to us the implication of choice. It always presents to us that life is about free will. God created us with free will. So we don't when we when we stand in our humanity and we engage in with intellectual purpose, we fundamentally understand that we have choice, that we have free will at any given moment. It's only when we delve into our base nature, into our almost animal instinct, that we give ourselves over to moments of being out of control. And we see this a lot when people are angry. And while this is not germane to our discussion, I think it's a key insight into the mechanics of humanity and helps us understand when God says things like, as we've discussed before, I am holy, therefore you need to choose to be holy. He's he's always presenting towards us, and this gets, gets me back to what I was talking about, how God's word functions, is that it always it shows us that we always have a choice. You even see this in the book of Deuteronomy and Devarim, when Moshe spends 30 days exhorting 
the B'nai Yisrael and saying to them such wonderful, beautiful things like, I present or I place before you life and death. Choose life. <laughs> you know, choose life. And, and so we see here in, in the source text of our discussion while we're looking at this word Corbin that choice, the choice to come near, as, so as we've seen the word Corbin comes from the root um, karav um, and you have there the verb karev, to draw near. So it's the very nature of this word as we've already discussed is about Choosing to come near to God, to present something. Now we're not want to, we're not going to be talking about what that presenting something is, but it's the act, it's the choice, it's the the fundamental nature of how relationship works. Coming near to someone, why? To know them more. And so this brings us to a really fascinating insight into why the letter resh is in this word. So we now we now know that the kuf is working to present the imperative of the requirement of holiness, but at the same time providing the mechanics of how to begin the process or what the gateway of becoming or approaching holiness is and why it's there and so when we look at resh we understand now why because the resh has some very interesting meanings so resh means let's look at the two two fundamental meanings of this letter one is the head what it means to be the head of something or the beginning of something and the other is poverty now let's consider a proverb in Mishle, the Proverbs, Book of Proverbs 13, verse 18, it says this. It says, Poverty and shame come to him who refuses instruction. But he who heeds reproof shall be honored. Now, the Hebrew word working there at the beginning of this word, sorry, the beginning of this verse is the word resh. Spelt resh yod shin. So this is the the phonetic phonetical spelling of the letter resh, and this is why we get the meaning poverty or what it means to be poor from this letter, and why this letter indicates that to us as well. But isn't it fascinating though that it also means to be the head? And consider consider reshit. Now, Rashid, or Rosh, which gives us the word Rashid, is the Hebrew word for beginning. We see this at the very beginning of the Torah, in Genesis 1-1, where it says what? It says, Barashit bara Elohim. In Bet Rashid, the beginning. So in Psalm 111, verse 10, we now find this beautiful saying Rashid Yirat Adunai. The beginning of wisdom Chokmah is what? The fear of the Lord. Now again, what are we seeing here? What are we seeing in the two contrasting messages that come through? Poverty and shame come to those who what? Refuse instruction. I love that word instruction there. It's the word Musa. But 
porea infuse or ignore restri- um, instruction or discipline. So it's again, it's the fundamental aspect of our humanity that we have the capacity to choose. Rashid Yerat Adonai. The beginning of wisdom is what? The fear of the Lord. You don't we the fear of the Lord is not something that is instinctual in us, although some would argue that it is, but again it's the choice. Now the words the word there um, fear yerat really also I like to use the term awe. So fear and awe really are, the, are intertwined in what this is talking about. It's the awe of God. When we choose to, it's like the the act of worship. What what facilitates worship? What is the genesis of worship? What causes us to worship? It's awe. It's the realization of the divine imperative in relationship, isn't it? And so the very function of the Resh here is to put before us the crisis of choice. You have, you, you have to be intellectual in what you are deciding to do. The act of drawing to near to God is not what I would call a childish act it's an act of choice deciding choosing to approach something now it's very interesting coming back to because i started this discussion by saying that the letter resh really is it's i wouldn't say paradoxical but it is it's very it's a juxta it has a juxtaposition in its meaning on the one on the one side you have the beginning, you have the head, on the other side you have poverty. When you're the head of something, or when you are the chief of something, like again, God says to you, says to us in his word, you know, you will be the head and not the tail. How? Why does he say that? He doesn't just say it because he's just going to make it happen. What's implied there, and what the word says leading up to that, is that if you choose... To walk in my ways, you will become the head. In other words, you will have the capacity for more choice. And now I'd like to really point out that this is incredibly significant because it is the beginning. How do we become the head? What is God saying here? He's saying that the essence of coming near provides the beginning of our way into holiness, our way into becoming the head, barashit, bara Elohim, at the beginning. The very head of creation sets up the invitation to begin to walk into the ways that begin the process of us becoming holy, of us drawing near. What is, what is the interesting thing about poverty? If we look at it in the natural, what, what, is it, what does that look like? The inability to have choices. So the aspect of poverty is the, the absence of choice. Now I think that is, again, this is a very simple way of looking at what is poverty. But at the heart of it, we can see there that it is 
the absence of choice. When you are the head of something, you have choice. Now, what's very interesting here, and again, continuing on the theme of choice, the Talmud in Shabbos 104a interprets the Resh to represent Rasha. Rasha. Now, Rasha is defined as a wicked person, but it's very important to note that this, the word Rasha, Rasha, is a verb. And I find it very fascinating, just taking a little bit of a, a, a left turn here. When you look at the word for Pharaoh in the book of Exodus, it's, it's pronounced in the Hebrew Paro. And you can look at that word and you can translate that word itself to mean uh, the mouth of evil or a mouth that speaks evil, a mouth that speaks wickedness. And Pharaoh himself is, again, a juxtaposition of what the, the divine is and what the divine isn't. Because Pharaoh was, or the office of the Pharaoh is the the process of a man setting himself up and declaring himself as a divine being, which of course he is not. And <laughs> I just find it, I mean, that's just quite a fascinating little take or insight into what it is, what it means to be evil. First and foremost, it's the choices. Your choices, your actions define you as being evil. But here's the most amazing thing about this. Because this is all about choice and where our choices direct us. So we can now see how the act of becoming holy is about choice. So the act of becoming evil is about choice. But God is asking us to what? To be holy. And the process of choosing to come near to God causes us to be confronted with the crisis of choice in regards to how we respond to that imperative. When he's he's asking us to be holy. And now here's and and here's the thing that really for me is the kiss of heaven. Because if again if we go back to our source text at the beginning of the book of Leviticus and Vaikra, what is he saying there? He's saying if any person chooses to present or come near with a offering. Now stop and think about that for a minute. What is it? What is God saying there? God is saying that any person. In other words, the the the, the nature of who they have so far chosen to be does not does not disqualify them from the capacity to choose to draw near. And this is incredibly important here in our discussion. Because what the resh or what the, the kuf, remember the kuf is about the aspect and the fundamental nature of holiness. And it's also about this this strange concept of uh, redeeming the divine spark so that the, the, the process of being able to draw near 
is facilitated by that so that the resh, the person, regardless of their current state of spirituality, will always have a mechanic, the mechanic of being able to choose to draw near. And that is, for me, that's the, the, the biggest thing that I'm trying to, I, I desire, or I, I want to communicate while I'm talking about this word, is that any person can choose to approach. They just have to choose, they just have to choose to engage their intellect and cognitively move towards God. Now, of course, that has many implications. What does that mean? But this is the beauty of this word, Corbin, is that God is providing the way. Whether you are a Russia, whether you're a person who has done evil or chosen evil, God is saying the divine spark in you can be redeemed. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so this act alone facilitates the process of becoming holy. So now we, we now understand why the Kuf is seeking out the divine spark that sits inside every human. Now, you may if you don't look at the Hebrew here in our source text, again, what, did I, what does it say? This is, this is what it says in the Hebrew word, just taking from part of the verse. It says, Adam ki yak riv mikem korban la Hashem. That word Adam should be familiar to most of us by now. The word Adam is literally translated as human. Adam, human, any person. And it's remember, the, the text of the Torah, the text of the Hebrew script, is, it's all intelligently designed. So God is saying, Corbin... I provide the mechanics, I provide the mechanism by which any human can choose to draw near to me. What comes after, of course, is a very good discussion. And that is the, I guess this is the beauty and the wonder of, of why <laughs> walking towards God is the process of being made perfect. So again, consider what God defines as poverty. The act of cognitively choosing to turn away. Oh. And so what is God asking here? Or what is God providing here? He's saying to Moshe, Moshe Rabbeinu, Moses, our teacher, teach them how to draw near. Teach them that they can draw near. Teach them that within every single person with every single Adam there is the divine spark of me sitting in them because that is how Adam was created this is why repentance is the essence of salvation the conscious choice to turn your face towards Hashem, towards God, and then move in your actions to continually draw near Karev to his presence. I am continually astounded by the wonder of God's word. 
a most profound invitation to intimacy. Oh, Baruch Hashem. Isn't it amazing to just to, to, to stop for a moment and consider what we have learned so far. Just by looking at these two letters, the Kuf and now the Resh of the word Korban, offering. Derived from the root Karav or Karev, to draw near. The process of free will in humanity engaging intellectually, choosing cognitively to draw near to God. So in the next podcast we will continue on looking at the next letter of this word Corbin, this amazing word which will be the letter Bet. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, Baruch Hashem. So Shalom, shalom to you all. Uh, just I, I, wow! I just bless you with the, the profound knowledge of our freedom to choose to walk towards God. Shalom, shalom.